Welcome. Welcome. I'm Knock on Arter. I'm Emily Walborn. And this is Half Asian. Half Hour. This week we will be reviewing the 2014 cinematic masterpiece, John Wick. A real, it's a blast. I had, had you seen it before? No, no, I haven't seen this. I Have did, you seen any? I haven't seen any of them, but I did see Nobody recently, like last month. I don't know what that is. It's um, that action movie that's out right now with um, Bob Odenkirk. I think you'd really like it because it is. I bet I would. From what Jordan told me, it is essentially John Wick, but with Bob Odenkirk. And apparently it's like the same writer or something. And like, it's supposed to be maybe in a shared world. Whoa. Okay. So, I will definitely watch it. That sounds amazing. It it definitely watching both of these movies i was like okay yeah they're like <laughs> they're almost actually essentially the same <laughs> setup too because like mm. not to spoil it but bob odenkirk is like the guy you don't want to see you know okay like, spoiler <laughs> <laughs> but he is the boogeyman of his world if you will. okay and then john wick's the guy who you hire to kill the boogeyman so that's exactly. sort of a, a delicate well, dance yeah, when that's essentially what Bob Odenkirk is too. <laughs> <So. laughs> but all right, I mean, I'm 100% gonna watch it. I know he's not Asian, but maybe we should review it on the pod. Who knows? The other day, I was thinking, what if we just reviewed like Mamma Mia? Like, what if we just said, like, this is just a movie we like? <laughs> and while there were no Asian people involved in making it, there were at least two Asian people in the audience <laughs> involved in commenting on it. Yeah. <laughs> There needs to be more Asian American coverage of universally true stories like Mamma Mia. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, where's our representation in reporting <laughs> on all white movies? <laughs> yeah, okay, where's the journalistic integrity, you guys? Exactly. So, I don't know, comment below on what movie you think we should review. <laughs> it's going to be Mamma Mia. Here we go again. So, yeah, maybe we should do a Twitter go. poll. Yeah, with only one option. Actually, the options are nobody and Mama Mia. <laughs> and we're going to do both, okay? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I do think that would be funny. Maybe for our Patreon, whenever we start. Okay. People can pay to hear us comment on <laughs> And they would. <laughs> they really, really would. They basically are begging to all the time. And we still will review them based on um, representation. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to get a five. <laughs> because it represents me yeah i still feel seen yeah <laughs> um okay we start in a scene of keanu he's bloody he's married he has an iphone 5 with no case and that's all kind of leading you and that's when know. you know he's a real rebel he's a reckless he's at his wits end because he doesn't have a case and he's willing to risk that with the amount of combat that he does I and he doesn't have a case phone. yeah it didn't shatter into a thousand pieces there's one scene where he's beating someone up in the bathroom and he like picks up his phone later and I'm like, it's soaking wet, dude. Like that was <laughs> in the sink. Anyway, so gross. he plays a video of his wife who I forgot is played by Bridget Moynihan, aka Natasha from Sex in the City, oh, which wow. is Big's wife. Big is who Carrie ends up with, but okay. he's married to this other woman for a while. And then he and Carrie have an affair where <gasps> he cheats on her and Carrie cheats on John Corbett. Oh, another movie called Serendipity, where it's about two people cheating on their fiancés who are played by Bridget Moynihan and John Corbett. 
weird yeah typecast bridget's just got a a face for tragedy i guess um willem dafoe comes to john wick's wife's funeral Mm -hmm. his wife posthumously buys him a dog the cutest dog ever a really cute dog except then he like looks at the dog's name and he goes daisy of course why of course (laughs) what is that a reference to probably i guess something that was omitted or cut out (laughs) Uh (laughs) they thought they'd leave that part in yeah there's a cute montage he feeds the dog some cereal um and it really seems like things are gonna be okay well yeah it's a good time you're thinking maybe this will just be a nice movie maybe he's gonna catch a good break it's just gonna be about him sort of recovering from his wife's death yeah exactly so then he go. he's getting gas at the gas station mm-hmm. um his dog's with him they just bought a bunch of dog stuff this car rolls up that you know is full of troublemakers mm-hmm. and one of them comes over to him and he's like oh cool car tell me how much i want to buy it john wick's like it's not for sale and then while the guy is petting his dog he says in russian um, everything has a price, bitch. And then John Wick responds in Russian, not this bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or something like that. It's suave. Also, the guy who's coming up to him is none other than Alfie Allen, who mm-hmm. is Liliana's brother and also in Game of Thrones. If anybody watched that, then uh, this sort of angers Keanu. So he blows off some steam <laughs> by driving donuts in this parking lot. <laughs> Um, and the yeah. security guard at the parking lot is reading Shibumi by Trevanian, uh, which is a pen name from some white guy named Rod. And it's about a Japanese assassin. So that's just a little <laughs> Easter egg. Fun. Fun little Easter egg. So then John's asleep. Here's his dog barking. So he goes downstairs and he gets ambushed mm-hmm. by, we can only assume, the gas station guys. <laughs> the gas station gang. <laughs> yeah. And they pretty, they beat him up. They take his car keys and they kill his dog. Yeah, that the cutest rough. dog in the world. Yeah, that sucks. But we know that John Wick is going to get his revenge because Alfie brings the car to John Leguizamo, and he's like, <laughs> "What have you done?" Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he beats him up. Him. And then the the mob guy calls. So this mob boss calls the car shop guy, and he's like, "Why did you beat up my son?" And he, the car guy goes, well, it's because he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog. And the mob boss just goes, oh, <laughs> and then hangs up. It's <laughs> yep. just a really funny moment. This is a funny movie. <laughs> yeah. The mob boss is played by Michael Nykvist, who is mm-hmm. Swedish. But in this movie, I guess he's Russian. So then uh, what John said to to Vigo resonated with him so much that now it's his turn to strike his son and then he makes his assistant Dean Winters aka Liz Lemon's ex-boyfriend watch Dennis. <laughs> yeah. the beeper king <laughs> the beeper king uh dummy also <laughs> the guy in that ad where he's like I'm a deer and I'm gonna crash into your car so he's like tells his son you messed up uh and Alfie's like, I can make this right and finish what I started. And his dad's like, did you not hear anything I just said? He's a skilled assassin with nothing to lose. And he's, he's the assassin you call to kill. The Baba Yaga. He's the, he's the killer of the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. 
So then he sends a team of men to try to kill John Wick at his house. And he's sitting and singing a lullaby. And it's subtitled in true John Wick fashion, which is just an insane font from like an energy drink. Actually crazy. <laughs> Seems to hi- put random <laughs> words in color. The rest there is white. <laughs> yes. In the second, I believe it's the second movie, there's a character who is nonverbal and they're like speaking in sign language and so there's just a lot of subtitled dialogue and all of it is in that fucking font oh oh my goodness that's crazy it's it's interesting though because i feel like that's become a kind of a trend now like birds of prey has has that oh yeah yeah, yeah. but like i feel like it's john wick must have been the first iteration of that so it's kind Mm. of refined over the over the years yeah 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 yeah, this is the source material. Yeah. <laughs> so when John kills these 15 guys like it's nothing, then the cops yeah, come true. and he's on a first name basis with the cops, which is kind of a bummer, but we'll move past it. Mm-hmm, cops mm-hmm. like, do your thing. Then he calls his cleanup crew. A lot of this movie is about like rituals and routines. Like so mm-hmm. far, it's mostly been about his like morning routine and him just sort of yeah. living an intentional life. The writers, are, the writer was like very concerned about world building, and <laughs> like in a lot of their interviews, they're like, "Oh yeah, like world building." This movie was really big for me, which I think it actually pays off because it does make it feel more unique than just like any yes. old action movie. It's like, oh okay, there's some kind of cleaner system, mm-hmm. and they have all these gold doubloons they're giving each yeah. other. <laughs> it felt like a sequel like it was they kept referring to this like rich completely detailed story that i was like why don't you guys just make this other movie (laughs) it's yeah like there was so much exposition for no reason we could have spent a whole movie meeting his wife yeah and (laughs) so the wikipedia for this movie is seriously so long and (laughs) and a lot there's like a whole character section where somebody just like copy and pasted a bunch of um quotes from actors about their characters and apparently every character had like an insanely long backstory oh that was just for the actor i guess i love that that is awesome because there's so many characters who were there for like two scenes i know yeah so then the mob boss calls up willem dafoe he says will you kill john wick for two million dollars if you don't do it, you know, I'm going to have other people working on this. So Willem Dafoe agrees. John Wick goes to the Hitman Hotel. And he sees Adrian Palicki from Friday Night Lights and Lance Reddick from The Wire and also Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> exactly. And the rule of the hotel is no business. Mm-hmm. So no assassinations on hotel property. Yeah, it's a no-no zone for business, but... Despite it all, Vigo sends in a bunch more guys to kill John, who's there to kill his son. These guys barely even leave a scratch. Um, Mm -hmm. This scene, this like nightclub fight Mm -hmm. choreo, he learned that and memorized that like fight choreo that day. Are you serious? Wow. It's a really long sequence. I know. And he did 90% of his own stunts. He's amazing. He, yeah, I... I heard in an interview for like the third one, he mm-hmm. did 98% of his own stunts. Yeah. And like 
it was saying like he was really seamlessly moving between different like guns dances and styles depending on if he was like close range or mid-range combat my god yeah Yeah, the directors he met the directors on the matrix they were stunt doubles on the matrix oh and then they have a history of being like stunt choreographers and second unit directors and so this was their first uh movie as director that is awesome it makes a lot of sense because this is a stunt forward movie yeah and it's awesome (laughs) yeah it is like the the world building you know i appreciate it but like i wish this movie was all stunts with no breaks in between exactly yeah the so he's after the mob boss's son the one that killed the dog into this car so he kills the son's friends yeah yeah and like a bunch of people um but the kid gets away he calls a doctor Mm -hmm. and the doctor is asian there we go ding 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 (laughs) and he's cool he's like here's some medicine your stitches will tear you will bleed but you won't feel a thing exactly and then we see willem dafoe sending up across the street with the sniper rifle and you think he's gonna kill him but he sees an assassin come in Mm -hmm. the door and so he shoots a warning shot for john Mm -hmm. and it's some lady it's adrian palicki from friday night lights Mm. Which one was she? I forget her name, but she's the one that dates Landry. She's blonde. Oh, oh, okay. That that tracks. I was like, where do I know her from? But it was the brown hair. I couldn't place her. I know she looks really different. So then they fight, and uh, they're using different jujitsu styles. He is using Japanese jujitsu style, and she is using Brazilian jujitsu. Representation yeah. matters. In, exactly and in the wikipedia if you're very if you're curious and a big fan they have put in what everybody which jujitsu style everybody uses <laughs> and learns for this movie so if you're curious about that that is all on the wikipedia oh my god some of the i'm getting a lot of these facts from the amazon pop-ups uh at one point he drives a Dodge Charger, and the fun fact is, this isn't the first movie where he drives a Dodge Charger. He also drove one in the 2008 film, like Street Fight or whatever. <laughs> As if someone was going to be like, um, he's already done this, okay? So I see he's redoing some of his big moments, movie moments. How would hack? Turn the page. <laughs> Stop best trying to reword your movies. <laughs> Of driving a Dodge Charger. So after he fights Adrian Palicki, Clark Peters, also from The Wire, is like mm-hmm. long time no see. And he's like, I'll babysit her. And mm-hmm. those are famous last words. So then he goes to the church in Little Russia where Vigo keeps his money. Yes, because the the lady from Friday Night Lights had said, oh, that's where he keeps his stash. Mm-hmm. So he goes there. And um <laughs> shoots a bunch of people mm-hmm. um and then gets the priest to let him into the safe and then mm-hmm. he burns everything so in these two scenes back to back he has had the opportunity to kill three women and he doesn't kill any of them which bothers me i wish that women got ch- again i've talked about this before like we never sh- we like in showing like oh i never hit a woman or like i would like mm-hmm. I'll treat women differently or whatever I think it feeds 
into like maybe this is a stress I'm not blaming this movie for what I'm about to say but I think this mentality of like I'd never hit a woman because she's not a man like normalizes domestic violence which obviously doesn't just happen for men to women but I'm like like I remember when I watched Wonder Woman and you're seeing these like female soldiers like get shot and I remember being like whoa I like don't really see that happen to women very often mm-hmm. and like it is affecting yeah I never see violence happening to women unless it's in like a sexual way but like mm-hmm. women die from like gun violence or like all sorts of stuff all the time so that's a really good point because I mean it's like he he walks into any room with a bunch of guys mm-hmm. who are working for the mob he shoots all of them immediately Mm-hmm. And he walks into this room, shoots all the all of the men immediately, tells mm-hmm. the women to leave. Yeah. But they're part of the mob too. Yeah. And like this assassin, she's a bad lady. She's trying yeah. to kill him. Why am I yeah. kill her? <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's interesting about that character, the lady assassin, Miss mm-hmm. Stevens or whatever her name is, <laughs> um, was originally, of course, gonna be a man. But then oh. after I don't remember after what they said like oh we wanted to make it a a developed female character or something Hmm. was she developed i feel like she just like was a traitor and then got shot yeah she barely does anything (laughs) yeah she just causes problems and we don't even know why like it isn't even out of like she's just like a not loyal person who keeps losing fights like Mm -hmm. So this is a quote from one of the directors after their desire to create, quote, authentic female action character. You believe this woman could come in and give John Wick a run for his money. Okay, I guess that's fair. She was like, Which, like, yeah, but also if any of the people that give him a run for his money, he kills them. Yeah. <laughs> so well, if, he, if, he, if she was really giving him a run for his money he wouldn't leave her alive because Mm -hmm. she could get in the way of his ultimate goal. Yeah, exactly. So because he decides to be a sexist, he's going to pay for this later. She ends up killing Clark Peters. That legit sucks. That is a hard scene to watch. Mm -hmm. And then Vigo and John fight or whatever. And then John Wick is like, people keep asking me if I'm back. And now I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. I love that. that. (laughs) I love that. That was the best line in the whole movie. Yeah, he's got jokes, man. I I know that when they were writing the script, they didn't have an actor in mind. Who could have done this but but Keanu Reeves? They said when they wrote it, they had Paul Newman in mind. No way. He could not have done this. Well, they had originally thought it was going to be like a guy in his 60s. But then the studio was like, let's actually obviously do a young, attractive actor. Yeah. And it'll be somebody who is not experienced in life, but Mm. experienced in Hollywood. And that's how they Mm. picked him, Keanu. Interesting. Who is experienced in life? Well, I think Bob Odenkirk is is essentially what they had originally imagined for this sorry bob but you look pretty (laughs) well lived in your movie yeah i guess that's kind of already what james bond is for like watching an old guy shoot people it's old yeah yep so then vigo's guys are about to kill him but willem steps in 
and then John says, I'm going to kill your son. And Vigo's like, ugh, fine. And he does. <laughs> and Vigo and Adrian Pilecki kill Willem Dafoe. So Adrian has so far just killed two cool dudes in the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how that makes her a well-developed female character. Yeah, and they killed Willem Dafoe because they're like, you had every chance to take him <laughs> out and you all you did was help him. And Willem Dafoe was like, obviously, he's my friend. Yeah. I was never going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Also, whatever. Um, then Palicki gets killed by the Continental because she killed Clyde Peters on Continental property. Mm-hmm. And then they call John and say Vigo's getting in the chopper and John drives up and shoots everybody. And now we're back at the opening scene. And he goes to a pound and self-administers first aid, gives himself staples and gets a new dog. And he picks, I'll say, another very cute dog. Really cute dog. Good choice. A little <laughs> yeah. pit bull. Thank yeah. you. It's an hour and 42 minutes or something. It yeah. flies by. It feels like it's 25 minutes long. It's a blast. A lot of really good action sequences. Like amazing. Amazingly choreographed. Like that's how I feel like uh, it felt like a classic action movie in that sense. Mm-hmm. And like I read that wasn't pretty much nothing was computerized. It was like all just old school stunts and mm-hmm. practical. Have you seen, I watched a video essay in the transnational Asian cinema class about Jackie Chan's like fight choreo style versus Western fight choreo. And like, Mm. since it's been pointed out to me, like pretty much every Western fight scene, um, it's cut in a way that you miss all the action. Like you'll see someone like go in for a punch and then you'll see someone like Mm -hmm. react to it, but you don't see any contact and like, now every single like every single Game of Thrones fight scene, I'm like, this is just sound effects and it's dark. I can't see any. But like, I thought that this movie seemed to use a lot of like Asian fight choreo cinema techniques. Like you mm-hmm. saw all the action. There were these like long tracking shots. Mm-hmm. Like it was like very beautiful, and it wasn't just like a bunch of quick cuts to communicate. Like there's punches happening. Yeah, it's um, it's funny because these movies are known for being so violent because they show they show the whole thing I feel like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. show him punching people because I, like, I had to look away a lot of times like mm-hmm. oh I don't want to see him like shoot somebody in the eye yeah it's crazy <laughs> you know yeah yeah but it's brutal yeah it's like brutal to watch they get increasingly brutal I would say yeah nobody was similarly I was not expecting it to be like that it was pretty crazy <laughs> well i might rewatch the second and third ones soon i love maybe these movies maybe we should just continue the trilogy i am down with that i think we should do that okay and next week our guest the may she'll join as well the Meg will join what would you give this gongs and ramen gongs i think i usually give it a three and a half but i think it's so fun i'm gonna give it a four four stars Ooh. so much Ooh. fun uh yeah representation ramen five stars keanu crushes mm-hmm. being the asian action star that is cool and vengeful mm-hmm. and uh loves dogs so yeah yeah i would give this a five and a five yeah can you hear that is that the cat scratching that is the cat trying to get out of the bedroom oh, oh no <laughs> Yeah, I'll hang out with her in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, next week we'll be joined by the Meg. She is also famously good at fight choreography. Yeah. 
and she does almost all of her own stunts. Mm-hmm. I heard there were just a few scenes where she had and you know it's understandable. There's some things that she can't do. She's only shark after all. Yeah, just the biggest shark in the world. But biggest doesn't always mean amazing at stunts. Well, see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.